Another outlet is to write down how you're feeling on paper. Like I personally journal and I can attest to the fact of how powerful this technique has helped release stress during stressful times. Welcome to the Revenue Builders in Africa podcast, a weekly show featuring growth leaders and executives across Africa. With your host, Michael Kweko Adonte, a seasoned sales director and founder of Africa Sales Academy, Sales Go To Market Africa, and co-founder of X Africa Inc. This show goes backstage behind the scenes with leaders who have had successes with growing businesses. Revenue leaders across Africa will explore proven methods, motivation, and the mindset required for scaling and growing your tech business. And also the obstacles they faced and with how they overcome these. You will hear from global leaders with practical steps that can be implemented in your business across Africa. Kindly subscribe, review, and rate to help us amplify our message. This show is brought to you by Sales Go To Market Africa. Our vision is to equip, enable, and provide opportunities for everyone who is part of the Sales Go To Market team in Africa. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Revenue Leaders in Africa podcast. My name is Michael Adonting, and it's a pleasure to be hosting you again. I thought today we focus a little bit differently in a sense of it's the start of the year. Well, it's it's March, but it is the start of the year still. We are still in Q1, and many people are in the planning stages. But even before we get to the planning stages, before you're able to plan your year, it's important that we work on the self, kind of the inside-out approach. And I know so far we've talked about how to embark on a sales career. We've talked about eight unhelpful uh, thinking habits. We've talked about uh, how to define your why in sales. But I wanted to focus a little bit more time today on how to manage or some steps and practical steps to manage stress. Because as much as we try and avoid stress in our in our sales career, it is part and parcel of it, right? But if you can sustain and endure it, you know, there's always success at the, at the back end of it. So today's topic is seven stress management tips. And beyond today, I'll then get stuck in on how to support you with your planning, right? We're going to get actually uh, uh, pragmatic and, and more kind of uh, delving into the, the, the science of planning. So let's start today's topic. We know mental health awareness is becoming increasingly prevalent or has become increasingly prevalent, uh, not least because of COVID-19. But again, it's no surprise that as sales professional, professionals, we're now embracing the idea of mental fitness and how this can transform our profession. So I'll be doing some mental fitness series. And yeah, I just say mental fitness, not mental health. And over the course of the next probably couple of months, there'll be there'll always be episodes that are focused around mental fitness. I attended a mental health awareness at the workplace event not, not very long ago. And these were some of the tips that were discussed. So these are not, you know, my findings. These, are, these came from the professionals. So let's start. The first point is remember the stress isn't a bad thing. Stress motivates us to work towards solving our challenges. Reframing our thoughts can mean that we view stress as an acceptable emotion or a tool. 
The magic word there is reframing. Think of it differently. Look at it differently. This has been found to reduce many of the negative symptoms. And the goal, therefore, is to manage stress and not to eliminate it. Again, magic word is to manage it, not to eliminate it, because it will naturally come to you. The second point is you have to be open about your challenges, even if there are no solutions. What, what, what does that mean? Talk about your problems, even if they want to be solved. And when you do this, this process releases hormones in our body that reduces the negative feelings associated with the stress just by talking about it. We should also make sure that we speak with our friends and loved ones. And this very simple act is invaluable during times of stress. So that's point number two. Point number three is having a perspective on things. You know, we always magnify the situation during the heat of the moment. And this can lead to ordinarily little things being exaggerated. The advice here was to always take a step back, evaluate the situation and ask yourself, will this matter next week or next year or even tomorrow? Just ask, ask yourself that question. Another outlet is to write down how you're feeling on paper. Like I personally journal and I can attest to the fact of how powerful this technique has helped to release stress during stressful times. Literally just putting it down on paper, getting it out, out from the inside of you just gives you that freedom um, and it's just refreshing to be able to do that. If you've never tried it, I encourage you to. Point number four, make time for yourself. As humans, we do have a tendency to deprioritize our personal time. However, during times of stress, it is believed that spending time on ourselves goes a long way in relieving stress. When personal time is neglected, it, it tends to have a negative knock-on effect on everything else. The advice here, therefore, is to allocate time to relax and to ensure that there are no interruptions. Take a staycation. Take a little weekend break. Go away with family, friends, your loved ones. Take even a two-day, take a one-day break and just do things that you love. Get yourself away from the environment that's causing you stress or supposedly causing you stress and just focus on something completely different. You come back and you have a totally fresh perspective on, on things. My wife and I recently traveled. You know, I, I was, I had a bit of a, quite a manic and a hectic schedule all of January. And, you know, as part of my birthday celebrations, she took me away, which was, you know, unplanned and, and quite spontaneous. We had a great time. We had a, a, a five-day or six-night six week away. Marvellous time. I came back just feeling rejuvenated and ready to go. It's amazing when it's only when you're out there, when you travelled or when you're at that destination, that when you think, oh, do you know what? I should be doing this more often. I encourage you to do that. You don't have to do anything expensive. No, there are cost-effective alternatives that you can look at if you really want to put your mind to it to get away. Anyway, let's summarize so far. So, so far we've talked about, remember that stress isn't a bad thing. Be open about your challenges, even if there are no solutions. Have a perspective on things. And then we've talked about making time for yourself. So let's move on to point number five. Prioritize, prioritize, prioritize. Having too many to-dos, right, can evoke the feeling of stress. 
we should try always to complete the quick tasks first and where possible finalize the difficult tasks first without procrastination i typically tend to you know com- want to complete the, the the very difficult tasks first first part of the day get it out and done with i leverage a principle the principle called the magic quadrant to organize my week uh this is very useful for some leaders uh perhaps not not for others but think of the quadrants um and you know kind of having four sections or four uh you know different areas so you've got the the top left top right bottom left and bottom right the top left is your urgent and your important your top right is your important and not urgent your bottom left is your urgent and not important and your bottom right is your not important and not urgent if you go on google and just type in the urgent important matrix it will come up very very simple tool that would help you let's look at quadrant 1 quadrant 1 is top left this is the urgent and important S- situations that are important and urgent right these are tasks that cannot wait needs to be done now it's of considerable significance and very very uh you know important in terms of deadlines an example could be your equipment just broke broke down right illness in a family or illness with somebody a loved one meeting customer deadlines these are all urgent and important tasks and you need to address it customer challenges customer escalations you know that that that's affecting customer reputation or customer deadlines or risk to the business these are all important and urgent you have to address them first thing quadrant number 2 these are situations that are important but they're not urgent right so again you know you need considerable time for completion but for me they come after quadrant 1 an example could be you know meeting your wife or your kids um taking your kids to school um product or sales training personal and professional development i put these all into quadrant number 2 quadrant number 3 are urgent but not important things of kind of less significance but yet very short deadlines that reinforces the fact that you need to react or act immediately examples could be emails of little significance you know where you've got to obviously send it promptly uh to your client or to management but you get you get the concept quadrant number 4 and the final quadrant are things that are not important and not urgent so these are things of very little significance and could have longer deadlines you, you know generally you want to be able to delegate these things um an example could be time consuming tasks that does not improve your efficiency or effectiveness right just delegate it refrain point number 6 refrain from putting all your eggs in one basket this analogy holds true in every sense having a balance in life is directly proportional to your level of stress we should ensure a balance within our career family friendships hobbies and our purpose or our why and the final point and for me one that you know uh, i find so interesting is that always go back to basics an ex ceo that i i once worked with 
uh, you know, said it, told me a story or told us a story. Uh, and it's a true story, uh, supposedly. And the story goes, an IT category lead, a procurement person, right? A procurement leader who attended lots of various industry events was always inundated with newer technologies and options. She was always impressed with the level of innovation with these newer technologies. However, when it was time for her to purchase, she always went back to basics and purchased what she trusted. Right? So always go back to basics. Go back to what you know if you're uncertain. Stress can start a harmful cycle whereby we neglect our basic needs, which leads to more stress. And we should always focus on our basic needs, such as eating well, keeping a healthy and a, and a good sleeping schedule, exercising, and, and, and obviously other forms of self-care. Now, the above story might totally be unrelated, right? The story that I've just talked about, the procurement lead might be unrelated. But this category lead always avoided stress, yet accomplished her buying objectives. It's just a just little story that, you know, reemphasizes, you know, the, 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 the point of always going back to basics. So this is the end of the podcast. I hope you found this very useful. I'll summarize those seven points again. The topic today was seven stress management tips. Remember that stress isn't a bad thing. Be open about your challenges, even if there are no solutions. Have a perspective on things. Make time for yourself. Prioritize, prioritize, prioritize. Always go back to basics. And finally, refrain from putting all your eggs in one basket. Thank you so much and have a lovely day. Thank you. To sign up to World Souls Academy, kindly visit www.africasalesacademy.com. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please check us out at salesgtmafrica.com.